Well, Red to Thread is out this week, so um, I got a special guest in-house. Somebody that, if you're a fan of Pro Wrestling 225 or New Japan Pro Wrestling or pretty much any independent, um, you know, gimmick in Louisiana, you've probably seen or heard something that he's been involved in. Um, This guy, he's got his... He's got his little, he's got his greedy little hands and everything. Um, from from pro wrestling tees to uh, Facebook and YouTube page stuff and look Twitter, Instagram. This was all over the place, which is kind of odd because he's like, he's like older than my grandpa. I don't get it. <laughs> Anyways, tonight we have the man, the myth, the legend. DJ that's the good speed. Glad you could join me. Well, I, I appreciate that. Uh, I guess I'm a legend or a myth since I'm of my age, huh? since I'm older than your yeah. grandpa. Yeah, that just means you're old. <laughs> all this. You're a dinosaur, bro. Oh man, I, I feel it some days. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize I had my my hands in so much stuff until you started running it down there. I'm like, good lord, I got a. Uh, I guess I'm, I'm dealing with a lot of stuff, mostly catches, pro wrestling to your side there. It catches up to you though, it, really quickly. Like before you know it, you're like, man, like I like before when I started doing <laughs> when I started doing the the podcast the first time. You know, I'm like, okay, how do we get this thing out here? And I started like trying to like hit up sponsors and stuff and i'm like hey man we got like 10 viewers but you know give us some fresh shit and we'll we'll put our names on it and people are like leave us alone yeah yeah that's right no nobody cares nobody wants to talk to you nobody wants to to do anything it's uh it's funny i got i got into this world of uh of re- well world of wrestling i've been in it since i was geez man uh I'll give away some age right now. I watched WrestleMania three live. Now I wasn't there, but I had it on a, a pay per view back in the day. So the third WrestleMania, I was a, uh, I was there. I was I was there in front of my TV at the house in North Baton Rouge, just watching away, man, pulling for for all the good guys, wanting all the bad guys to lose. And, ladies, uh, ladies and dirtbags, this man is a dinosaur. <laughs> I think I'm one of the oldest guys around in, in Paris right now. So <laughs> I guess I am. You know what? That's that's not a bad thing though. It's it's one of those things where the independent scene is kind of like uh, f- the foundation of the independent pro wrestling scene I find is that <clears throat> is is that that and, and I call them dinosaurs, you know, because in in this kind of like an inside joke between uh, Red the Threat, Mike White, and I. Um, but it's your your independent shows, at least before COVID. We're gonna go pre-COVID here. Um, every card, every card that was worthwhile had a old retired wrestler somebody you know somebody from you know jimmy hart to jake the snake to you know sam houston to to uh you know aren't was it uh arn anderson andrew anderson whatever that dude's name was i got real mad andrew, andrew. 
We that dude got so uh, oh. got beer all over the ring. And mm. uh he was throwing potatoes at uh Shane. That was so funny. Um <laughs> Uh, Knucklehead's got beer all over the brain, and we're like, we don't care. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! It's, you know, it's like every every good show that drew a good crowd had a dinosaur in it to go stand in the ring during intermission and take pictures. Every good show. Did. Yeah, I, I've I noticed that. Uh, we've kind of gotten away from that, and which I, I'm glad to see because it's showing that the talent here locally you know and when i say locally i don't mean just just louisiana you know the whole little gulf coast section is they're starting to bring in the fans on their own you know we're not having to rely on a, a hacksaw jim duggan or a frog man oh man you name them uh yeah all the, all the guys that smoke man. over around i love me some frog man dude ain't nothing better than frog really man. Ain't nothing better than a frog, man. <laughs> but oh, good lord! I did, I did notice that. You know, back, back whenever, uh, whenever the Cajun Outlaws was popping real hard, uh, the first go around, that people weren't really going to the shows to see the dinosaurs. They were going to right. show to see us. Like, dude, I, dude, I went to SmackDown and signed autographs for Cajun Outlaws fans. Like, that's pretty cool dude my head was so fucking big bro me and red me and red the threat sit standing in line at smackdown at cajun dome right and, mm-hmm. and like we're gimmicked up you know why not fuck it's wrestling right and uh he's in his he's in his cajun outlaws jacket and these people standing in line behind us and they're like oh cajun outlaws we saw them in lake charles last night and me and red the threat turn around and they're like <laughs> Holy shit, it's the Cajun Outlaws. No, 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 no. Take pictures, yada, yada, yada. Dude, people had Cajun Outlaws shirts in the crowd. Wow. Like, that's I'm pretty, like, dude, that's what? Cool. This is like... Well, yeah. see, you, you're bigger in the business than I am. Man. Nobody wants my autograph. Man. <laughs> i tell you what, if, if, it wasn't, if it wasn't for Red to Threat, nobody would recognize old Outlaw Mikey. You know it. <laughs> Come on, now. Come on. Nobody give a shit about no Outlaw You don't Mikey. know. Jeez. You don't know that. But what's funny is, but uh, what's funny is I made more of an impact online. Uh, once I started streaming on Twitch, game streaming, than mm-hmm. I did with the Cajun Outlaws, because most and it's, it's so funny that most of your <laughs> wrestling fans aren't interested in the online gimmicks. They're not. Like it's hard to bring, it's hard to bridge that gap because see, here's the thing: I can, I can live, I can live stream shows. I could, we could do with the with the technology that we have and available, and we could live stream the shows as pay per views mm-hmm. on. YouTube. Well, we we have well, we haven't live streamed them, but we have done pay per views. They're pre recorded. Yeah, but I'm saying you could live stream them. You could live stream the whole show. Oh yeah, yeah. On YouTube. Or- hey, you, you you never know. You never know what we could what we're gonna do. But you know that that could be around the corner, right? It could it could be, sir. It could be. Maybe. <laughs> but it's like I, I kept I kept trying to get Red. 
I wanted to get Red in on uh, doing a show on Twitch with me where we just we would like kick back and and watch like old ass wrestling or watch some uh you know some independent shows or something like that that people put up online and just commentate on it and shit. He was like, eh, nobody would mm-hmm. watch, nobody would want to watch that. And then I get on Twitch and I got so many people that have like this goofy shit. This well, dude, they had this one guy, man, he's such a cool dude. And all of his little gimmicks on his page were like wrestling themed. Like hmm. people, when people would like would like come on to come into his stream and like uh chat or whatever for the first time, it would like pop a little thing on the screen and it'd be like John Cena. Da, 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 da. <laughs> It was, dude, it was, it was awesome, man. I think I might have seen this guy uh, streaming some games one time because <laughs> I kind of, it sounds familiar. That's and, crazy. And, dude, it takes, it takes a lot of work to put that stuff together. So, like, yeah. this guy put in some work to make it look so good, you know? Like, that's, that's true fandom, man. You don't, you don't really get that level of fandom in much else. Than other than pro wrestling, you know. Oh man, pro wrestling fans—they're uh, the best. They—they uh, they are. <laughs> it's been amazing. Like you know, I mean, I'm not—I'm not super involved. Uh, I do what I can to help out. I have my own little thing where I do the the interviews and. I'll try to get some stuff together with some guys here and there and help get them out uh, so more, more people can see them. But it, it just like like what you were saying, you know, you can you you'll see something out there and you're like, oh man, I this this is awesome. I'm gonna watch this. And then there's stuff that you might think is great, but then nobody else is watching it. Like it has three views. It's uh, it's funny, and that's just like it's just like on my end. Like when I do an interview, I'll I'll do an interview and I'll post it, and I'm like, man, this one's gonna this is gonna be it, you know? This is gonna be the interview. It's gonna have like a thousand views, you know? Oh man, I got like ten, <laughs> and then I'll put something out, and I'm like, oh, this is horrible. This is horrible, and it'll get like three hundred. Like, what the hell am I doing? So where are you posting this stuff at? You put that on like uh, YouTube or Facebook or what? Most. Most of my stuff, at first, it was all going to YouTube. Then I started putting stuff on Facebook and then eventually putting it on YouTube. Now, I kind of, it just depends, I guess. Uh, Mostly, I'm putting it on Facebook now because YouTube has gotten so just weird uh, to post stuff. You have to make sure it's for kids or it's not for kids. If it's for kids. You can't monetize it. And and look, if I can if I can make a buck off of doing an interview, that's great. But I don't need to. You know, it's that's not why I do it. I tell you what, that was one of the things with Twitch. I I'm monetized on Twitch. I'm an, I'm an affiliate on Twitch, and uh, mm-hmm. it's one of those things. Like when I first set up, like I had like my my gun rack in the back because I'm out on my blocker blocker blocker. But then it's like. Uh, terms of service, you know, you can't brandish a firearm, but, you know, if I piss off somebody, they can go and cry on Twitch to Twitch support because I got guns in the back. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well, we got to change that up, you know, and like, 
you know, if my kids get end up getting on the stream, then you know, I could I could get reported for that. I could get shut down for that. And then, like, if I play music, wow, on the stream, if I'm not absolutely one thousand percent sure that it is not uh, either license free or if I don't have a copy of the license giving me permission to play that music, uh, that video can get taken down. Dude, I had a video taken down. Yeah. I had a video taken down off of Facebook within 30 seconds of posting it for DCMA. Wow. 30 fuck dude, 30 seconds. Wow. Like that was How the hell. Dude, and it was an ICP, it was an ICP song too. Like I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get DCMA strike, but at least it's gonna stay there long enough for some people to see it, you know? It was like mm-hmm. a, it was an ICP song. Did you try reposting it? Nah, I just left it alone, man. I ain't trying to mm. my, my page all jacked up, you know. I oh was, yeah, no. I knew it was gonna get. Yeah, started. no. I was just like, this is a cool little video. I don't care. <laughs> but, I think now, like, if you put something in the comments, like, I don't own this, the rights to this, or something. I see people doing that all the time. I don't know if that helps it stay up there, or I don't know what that does. Maybe it depends on the on the uh, the type of page you you have like because mm-hmm. i run i'm like for my uh streaming gimmick <coughs> for the outlaw mike page or for like the uh, cage and outlaws page they're considered like uh business page or personality pages or whatever you know so it's like right the rules are a little bit different you know that's like on instagram mm-hmm. i had to i had to take my my instagram page from a uh public figure page back down to a personal page so that i could block my ex-wife because public figure page can't can't fucking block people. It was like damn. that doesn't make sense. I'm like damn, you should gotta block no matter what. And I, I'm like damn, I can't block this prospector of non-fairs no matter what the hell. That sucks, man. Oh, Justin, this would be something that that shock you. Uh, I, I've been on podcasts most of the time. I'm a co-host or whatever. But this is the first time I've been on like somebody else's podcast. So hey, you're the first, first brother. First guest. Huh? <laughs> first, first guest appearance. Huh? How about that? I'm popping his guest appearance, folks. Uh, I'm telling you, geez, I just I feel so out of place. Feel so uh, out of place. I think I got a title for this episode now. Oh God. <laughs> what so could is- that be? So uh, you'll have to just wait and find out there, my my friend. So this is the uh, Retro Outlaws Uncut. We, back in the day, whenever, it's, it's so funny the way things worked out. I don't know if you know the whole story about how, like, the Retro Outlaws and Cajun Outlaws and the whole thing kind of happened. Uh, me and Rhett been knowing each other for ever and a day. I met Rhett when I was like 15 years old through a mutual friend. Through uh, Braxton King and uh, in I don't even remember what year it was. It was a few years back. He called uh, Braxton calls me up to uh, go do some work on Rhett's old commercial building, some electrical work. And uh, oh, the Lord, the building, <laughs> the famous building, <laughs> the old Outlaw Studios. <laughs> Man, so I go out there and do some work for Rhett. And we get to talking about podcasts, right? And we talk about how much we like podcasts and all this stuff. And I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, I want to do, do a podcast. And he was like, oh, I want to do a podcast too. And I was like, well, shit. And I, pulled, and I whipped out my phone. And I was like, let's do a podcast right now. <laughs> record. Oh, shit. So 
So <laughs> no planning, no nothing. Let's just do this right here. Right, right that's it. <laughs> like, so I had this whole beat up piece of shit Lenovo laptop that was like held to- <laughs> like is literally held together by zip ties. Like I, I shit you not. Okay. And I bought I bought a little this little blue Yeti microphone I'm using still today. And we we got after it. We made the Retro Outlaws podcast, and because uh, I I took the I took the moniker Outlaw because my my dad, whenever I was a kid, my dad was in a band called the LA Outlaws, and that was his nickname was Outlaw. So uh, you know, kind of oh, cool. moniker, you know, Outlaw. And so we started mm-hmm. the podcast. <laughs> so funny. We started the podcast right before Mike White. And uh, Mike White and Killer Shane started the Cajun Outlaws and asked Red to join them. Oh, so like, oh, okay, okay. So it kind of just all—it kind of like just was perfect little mixture. It was like it was like a perfect storm, right? So me and Red did this this Retro Outlaws podcast for like um, I think we ended up doing—we had like ten episodes, and uh, the way I used to do that one was like. And I did the Cajun Outlaws podcast the same. We would record about an hour's worth of, you know, material. And I would go back and I would listen through it. And I would cut out all the uhs and ums and the, you know, the little pauses. And and, and Red's whole dumbass would talk about shit he didn't want in there. Or whatever, oh, trouble with and, you know? and so I would cut. Not Red, huh? Red would never do that. No, Red. I'm just kidding. Red didn't do that. <laughs> But I would end up spending like three fucking hours editing this fucking podcast, and my the goddamn uh, prospector of non-ferrous metal man that that bitch never gave me time to do anything. So it just took forever to get anything done, and we couldn't just I couldn't get it. I, I couldn't get time to go do anything. I couldn't get time to go record. Like it was just a pain in the dick, right? So this, right. this go around. I, I told him I was like, "Look, bro, if we do this." Excuse me. I said, bro, if we do this, I I'd edit it shit out. So you better mm-hmm. just if you if you're gonna fucking say it, <laughs> that's it. If we sound like shit, we sound like shit. If we're boring as hell, we're boring as hell. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. We are uncut. We are like a goddamn Jewish baby. We are no bris in this motherfucker. That's oh, the first episode. No bris needed, right? Uncut. Yeah. yeah. Call, call me Long Dong Silver, yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> It, it, it's funny you say that. I, my my best friend, Urson uh, Bayros, he, uh, man, we've been friends since kindergarten. And my kids are, they crack me up all the time. They're like, how are you and Uncle Urson still friends? I'm like, I guess we just, we just clicked, you know? But uh, he's, he's more of a brother than he is a, a friend. Well, we, we start off, our first little adventure into podcasting was, we was going to take First, we tried to review like the Raws and the SmackDowns and all like that, and it, it, it did okay. But then I get the bright, and at this time I'm hurt, so I have all the time in the world on my hands. So then we break off into uh, going back to like old Saturday Night Main events from the '80s that we watched when we were kids, what? and we would, <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank God for the WWE Network. <laughs> so we watched that. And we would start breaking down stuff and talking about, you know, how we look at it now compared to how we looked at it then. 
and I'm the world's worst. I'll, I'll cough or I'll sit there and click a pen and I'll do the uh, uh, and say stuff that's inappropriate at times. And unfortunately, he was he was like you. He was on the end of editing, and he's like he's like a perfectionist. He, he comes from the music world. He's a guitar teacher, and when it comes to sound and stuff, he wants it to sound like the best in the world and he would spend hours and one day he was like man i just i just don't know it's hard you i'm taking out all your coughing and your and your grunting and and i'm like man I, i'm so sorry so we would record i would try not to do it and dude the the more i tried not to do it i think the worst it was it was like i have a tick or a or something yeah. going yeah. on and uh, yeah, and he uh, that is that adventure kind of I think that ended with WrestleMania. I forget which one. God, it was one where I think the one where H and Seth fought each other, and we did the last thing we did was a review show, uh, uh guessing who's gonna win or whatever, and it just it became too much. So I, I don't know what the pain is as far as doing that, but I can only imagine. And Red's kind of like me. He'll go into us like I'm doing right now, just go into a story and just kind of so just, you just you like know, lose train of totally, then you had the silence. You just totally got robot fucked. So I'm gonna have to get you to say that like last three oh, sentences over again. And seeing it was bad as I won't even remember what I said unless oh when I was talking about <clears throat> I would like, just my humming and like you're, wait, you're, again? you're like you're like Rhett. You get you Oh know. oh yeah, yeah. I'll just go off on a tangent, kinda like I'm doing now, and just nothing to make sense, and I might say something that's inappropriate. Uh, I said something one time inappropriate, and I like hit him up afterwards. And I was like, "Hey, I said, did you uh, did you take that out?" And he's like, I "Already done. I already took it out. I already. I knew. I knew you was gonna call me." <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay." He's like, "Well, now we got now now we have dead air space." And I'm like, "You can't just skip." He's like, "Oh, I, I, look, I got this. I got this." So we <laughs> we did, and it what was bad. It was it was about the '80s show, one of the '80s show that shows that we was watching. There's a lot of inappropriate stuff on those shows. If you look back at it now, it doesn't age well with time. If you look back, <laughs> if you look back at even like the cartoons we watched as kids, like man, Rocco's Modern Life. Rocco worked at a fucking sex line. Like the dude worked at a nine hundred sex line, and mm-hmm. that was on Nickelodeon. Like, what the fuck? Well, I'll take you back further than that. Is Bugs Bunny? Yes. That's what I watched when I was get Bugs Bunny and all like that. And that now the the history behind that is those cartoons when they originally were made were not made for kids. Nope. They were made for adults. And if you listen to it, they kind of put stuff in there. Now, as you as a kid, you don't understand what it is. Yeah. But an adult knows exactly what they're talking about. I, I'll give you an example. Another example is I love old country music. Yeah. I grew up, uh, my family, a lot of my family's been in bands or, or singing. My grandpa played in band. My uncle 
plays in bands. And my mom, I grew up with music, you know, always music, uh, mostly the old country music. About a, about a year ago, I loved Conway Twitter. And I was listening to a lot of his stuff. And I called mom up and she loves Conway Twitter. So I called her up and I was like, well, I'm like, you know, Conway, he was a perverted fella, wasn't he? And she's like, what do you mean? And I was like, like, you know, uh, slow hand, that song. Yeah. And I'm going to lay you down. And, and I'm sitting here going, that, that was some inappropriate shit I was listening to when I was little. She's like, uh, you, you would you would pull that out of it. I'm like, no, no. I say, I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm not trying to beat him up or nothing. It's just, you know, that, he, he he was a pervert. <laughs> she didn't like me saying that about her her famous uh, her favorite country singer. But it, man, some stuff back in the day that was oof, it does not age well with time. Hey man, look, I I'm about it all that old country stuff my dad i grew up with that like i said my dad was in a band mm-hmm. he was in bands all my life like i grew up playing music with my pops like and it's like george jones conway twitty you know oh like, yeah all the golden oldies man like that's i i will sit there and rock out with it and it's like i sit there and listen to the stuff and it's like that was the most fun stuff to play music like i played bass guitar man and that was just the most fun mm-hmm. stuff to play is the older stuff Well, what's what's crazy now is music genres, they kind of almost intermingle with each other to an extent now. Back back when I was coming up, it was definitely, you know, country was country, rock was rock, uh, R&B was R&B, and then rap was rap. Now it's kind of, I mean, you have country songs now where there's rap in it. Yeah, that. it's nothing wrong with it. It's nothing wrong with it at all. Uh, but it's just crazy how that has changed so much. I mean, you never would have thought that a long time ago you would see, like, <laughs> for example, this is going to be really crazy, like Conway Twitty doing something with Run DMC. You know, uh, now it's yeah. that's nothing. That's nothing now. I mean, it, they'll do that in a heartbeat. And it comes out good. That's the crazy part. It does. A lot of it comes out pretty good. And you know, nobody's going to see nobody. I mean, you told me this was all going to be audio, so I, I didn't get pretty and all like that, but no, this is cracking right. me up watching your green screen attack you. Oh, right. yeah, I for, honestly, I forget. Like, you want to see some funny shit, man. I, so in the beginning, oh, look how pretty. Oh, yeah, I'm cute, ain't baby. I can see you. Um, oh, oh God! Bald head, yeah. gray, gray uh, goatee. I got a old white, white t-shirt on. So the and the, drinking coffee. This is what you do when you get old, guys. You, you just okay. drink coffee at one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Listen, man. You know what? The PJ masks don't play. We do energy drinks. The who? PJ oh, masks. there you go. There you go. Hey, man. Look. You want to you want to go in outer space? We'll go in outer you, space. you like going all over the world, dog. Dog, look. <laughs> you know what? You know where I've been the last week. <laughs> That's right. I've been on the beach. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's one thing I don't get to do that much no more is enjoy vacation. Like my last vacation. Well, I mean, I enjoyed it, but the last little trip I took, me and the wife took it to go see combat wrestling. 
<laughs> I went to an independent show and then like did vacation. Come on. <laughs> Dude, you know what? Oh uh, yeah, oh yeah. Last the last time I took a week off for vacation, <clears throat> um, was in 2018. I took a week off to do a side job. I literally yeah. took, took uh, a week to do that before <laughs> to to do a, a backbreaking side job, and I swear to God, I hated it so much. I was like, "Fuck this!" But <laughs> Like, man, it was fun. It was great. The family loved it. I feel like I was the only one that didn't actually get a vacation because I, mm-hmm. I was taking care of, you know, the babies the whole time. And it's like, you know, when it was time to go to the beach. I felt like I was the only one, like, packing shit in the car or getting shit ready, you know. But that's <laughs> the name of the game when you're daddy, right? Yes, it is. Uh, and, and look, man, I, my kids are I have twins, Aaron and uh, Jersey. Wins. They're fixing to be, yeah, they're fixing to be 17, and you're going to miss that, trust me. I, I know I sound like, I definitely sound like an old man now, because that's what everybody used to tell me, and I'm like, man, there's no way in hell I'm going to miss this shit. This is pain in the ass. But uh, you do, they they grow up fast, man. God, they grow up so fast. Uh, and uh, I'll tell you what, I understand. It, it's nuts. I understand because um, throughout this process that I've been going through since November of last year, um, it's uh, the first four months uh, I didn't. I went from you know being the um, being the 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 weirdest being in the weirdest relationship of all my friends where I was the you know most. Most of your common relationships, um, you know, the mom does most of the stuff for the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, like, can't lie, mom takes care of everything. Well, oh yeah, my wife, my wife runs my house, man. I, uh, I, I don't, I would, I wouldn't know what to do without her. Well, in this, in this situation, it, uh, it was the opposite. Mm. Um, so. I did like I did everything. It's the moment I got home from work, I was on duty with three kids, and I took care of three kids pretty much by myself every day. Wow! And I went from that to not being able to see them at all, right? Or talk to them, or step foot on my own property, <laughs> and that was devastating. Absolutely. Yeah, I couldn't imagine that. So it was pretty rough, man. I tell you what, but um. We got, you know, I got through it and we're, you know, I'm, I mean, I, I keep leaning over this way to look around my monitor to, to see to make sure I'm not waking them up, you know? Yeah. But I got my girls and it's like, you, it's just, it's one of those things, man. I, I cherish the time I have with them and I, uh, I wouldn't give it up. I wouldn't give any of this up for the world. Like they, they, they drove the shit out of me today, dude. Let me tell you. <laughs> Good night. It was bad. Oh man, that yeah. was so bad today. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you, I used to say that all the time. Then I thought about like what I put my mom through. I'm like, man, my kids are angels. <laughs> <laughs> and they uh, and I I tell you the cool thing is I've always 
I've always been like a, a bullshitter and I love messing with people and giving people, you know, the shits and just aggravating the fuck out of them. You like giving people the shits? I, oh, yeah, that didn't come out right, did it? I like, I like fucking with people. Maybe. You like put visine in their drinks or something? Look, man, you never know what I'm gonna do. I'm an old, I'm old, man. I know all kinds of good tricks. Remember, <laughs> remind me never to accept a goddamn thing from you. That's fine. <clears throat> that might be smart. No, I, I won't go that far. But I, I love giving everybody a hard time, you know. And my son, my God, I, I was sitting there. My new thing is I'm I'm getting into cigars. I'll buy cigars here or there. I'm getting my humidor ready ready to go. And I'm out here. I'm out. I'm outside smoking one of my cigars. And my kid walks up to me and he goes, "Well, why you smoke that?" I'm like, "Cause." Cause I want to. That's why. And, yeah, and he's like, "You don't even inhale it." I'm like, "No." I said, "You don't inhale cigars." <clears throat> he's like, yeah, "You're not supposed to." Right. Right. He's like, "Well, you so you do it because you think you look cool." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> I'm like, "What? What did you just say to me?" You're he's like, like "It's it's because you think you look cool." Yeah. And I was like, "No." I said, "That's not." He goes, "Dad, you're too old to look cool." He's like, "You can't." nothing's going to help you. And I'm like, thanks, bud. I appreciate that. Hold on a second. Let me drown you in this pool real quick. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, Boy knows so what yeah, about. Dinosaurs are not cool. And we're not cool, no matter what I do. Uh, I, I, I tell you, <laughs> I sent him a... He wants my truck. My, uh, and I actually, this is great. My, our trucks are... Based, well, yours is a, what, a 2012? 2013. Like, we have the same truck. Exact same truck, except yours is two years newer than mine. Yeah. I think, or one year. I don't even know what your mine is. Yours has the... Uh, No, Flex Steel. Man, mine's... You have the Eka. I'm starting to have that fucking death rattle where the uh, timing chain's starting to stretch. Mm, That's my girl. And I'm like, I can't wait for this bitch to get off, get this fucking... uh, Mortgage out of my name. I'm going to trade this motherfucker in. <laughs> I want a Bronco. Those things look nice, man. The new Broncos. I don't want. They look real nice. I want the big motherfucker when they come out. That's well, you know, like. you know, Rod, who who used to announce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, his he just bought one for his daughter. It was it's a cool little video, man. He he has on Facebook. Then, uh, check that out. him bringing it to her. Yeah, and what's cool is he, they have a video of her seeing it come, and then he turned around and was recording, like, the whole time he was bringing it to her. So it goes from, from that to, to uh, it goes from her seeing it to, like, him talking while he's bringing it to her. And I tell you one thing, man, Rod, that's, a, that's another guy that is, uh, man, you can't ask for a better guy. Rod, dude, he, that That guy he, is such a good guy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. And his daughter, man, she is just a sweetheart. She's a sweetheart. I met her in uh, Houston. We did a show in Houston, and Rod announced. I think that might be like the last show he's announced that I I know about. And uh, he brought her, and man, such a such a great great young lady. He's, yes, sir. No, sir. Manners out of this world. It's just wow. He he's done a great job. And and I can tell that it's his kid because just the way she carries herself and the way she acts and how polite she is. 
Right. And like you said, he's just a he's just a great all around dude. Uh, it, whenever we we got our own PA system now and DJ stuff for Pro Some Fifty Five, and me and Mike White kind of kind of deal with it sometimes, or me and whoever. Well. I don't know how many times we've called Rod and it's like, hey man, and on FaceTime, it's like, hey, can you look at this and tell me if this is done right? And he's like, well, I can try. <laughs> you know, so we're sitting there with the phone showing wires and shit and, and getting all this stuff done. Uh and he's like, and I'm I'm apologizing about Rod. I'm sorry, oh no, man, don't worry about it one bit. Don't worry about it one bit. I don't mind. I don't mind. So that that's been cool. Uh that's so cool. He, 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 yeah, he just, I mean, you need him, he's there, he'll answer anything. It's a real good guy. And it's awesome that he's passed down what he does to Bryce, who Bryce Boudreaux is one of the, the best announcers I've heard in forever. I will, I will say, yeah. I absolutely adore Bryce Boudreaux. I mean, <clears throat> with a face like that, I mean, come on, <laughs> come on! You sure he, uh, heard him he's, off. <laughs> <laughs> he's another kid, man. That's that's just you know I, I've uh, I, I've fallen in love with him. He he's been great. He, he loved him to death. He the relationships you build in this business, uh, it's crazy. It's crazy and. I've been fortunate. I haven't. I've come across like a couple, a couple people that that's run me into the ground or tried to run me into the ground. They they can only run you in the ground if you let them. Why? But, why would Why would anybody want to run you into the ground? You're a dinosaur. You're already a fossilized. So no. I know. I mean, damn. I'm already there. I mean, it's and yeah. I, I don't understand it. But uh, we're, we're driving cars, for the most. You know, running off <laughs> from you. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> But it's just, uh, it's crazy. I, I, I'm very fortunate. Everybody I, I've met, including yourself, and, and this has been, it's been fairly decent people, you know, fairly, fairly decent. Rats are paying the ass. Man, I tell you what. I think that's what Rhett's put on this earth for. Me and Rhett got one of those, uh, we got one of those friendships where it's like, Sometimes that dude will drive me up the goddamn <laughs> wall with his bullshit. <laughs> like, oh man, I don't know how many times I've fucking told this dude, don't fucking talk to me. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> Fuck you. Or like, before I stopped with, man, I used to get so fucking hot and heavy with the politics bullshit, right? Mm -hmm. I would debate anybody. Oh, oh God, motherfucking body, right? So, mm -hmm. oh man, and Rhett, boy, Rhett thinks he knows all the fucking. Rhett thinks he's, Rhett thinks he, you know, he's the fucking man. His shit don't stink, but sometimes, sometimes, all the time, most of the time, he's just talking out of his ass. And that, he's doing it to get a reaction out of yeah he's just baiting you that's all he is. oh yeah he's a oh, yeah. troll he's good about that he's good about that uh he can get you riled up quick man he, he oh, definitely yeah. can i just i just try to give it back to him is what i do uh but uh you know it was funny we was talking the other night and 
what I guess we've been knowing each other, know who we are, I guess, for what about two, maybe three years now? Has it been that long? I don't know, has it? Yeah, I've been involved with, yeah, because I've been involved with Pro Wrestling Institute 5 now for about, shit, for about three years. Good God. And uh, it was funny, we was talking, and I think, uh, well, we were trying to figure out what we were going to talk about on here, which I should have known we could just get on here and talk anyway. Right. But you, like, had no clue, besides me being old as fucking dirt, <laughs> that uh, what I've what I've actually done. No, and like it's really, really I, yeah and I don't think and to me it's not a lot and I can and I have to once again I'll go back and give most of the credit for what I've done in like the podcast world and all like that to Urson Bayrosh my buddy uh he had a show called Lioncast and he had one of his buds he did it with and basically what they did is it was just a review show of, of what would happen in, in JPW New Japan Pro Wrestling one day I get a call from him, uh, and this is this is me and me and him forever. If I need something, I can call him, and boom, he's there. Same with him. If he needs me, boom, I'm there. Well, he called me, and he's like, "Man, he goes, you know, I my my guy that I have for for NJPW, he said he he's kind of he bailed on me." And I was like, "Oh shit!" He's like, "You uh, you feel like watching some New Japan Pro Wrestling, and I can we and you can do it." And I was like. Yeah, I can do that. I'll, I'll watch. So I'm going to do, do a show with you. So that ended up being like almost a six-month ordeal uh, doing that. And I enjoyed it. it it's time-consuming. And to be honest with you, me getting involved at first in 55 kind of took away from from my involvement in, in uh, Lioncast. And the crazy part is Lioncast was on PW Torch. And I can't remember the guy that runs that. It's not uh, Meltzer. It's the other guy that's been doing it as long as Meltzer. And we was on the VIP part, so you had to pay to hear us. And come to find out, the reason why you had to pay to hear us is because me and his mouth and the stuff we would talk about at times, he couldn't just put out there for free because we had to be, you know, behind a, a paywall. Right. <laughs> so we did that. Then we broke off on our own and did it. And it just, it got to be too much. It's a lot, man. He did it for over a year and I did it for, I, I don't even know if I did it for six months, to be honest with you. But he, uh, I, man, I wish, I wish the old stuff was still out there. We had some good shows where we just would freaking, I mean, we could play off each other really good. But uh, like I said, most of it's behind a paywall. I actually, that night when I got off the phone with you, I Googled, I Googled me just to see what this shit would come up. You know, and, and a lot of my stuff has come up, believe it or not. It blows my damn mind. I've never Googled myself before, but that came up and it, it's still apparently on PW Torch behind a paywall. <laughs> you know, it is. yeah. But the crazy part with that, what that allowed was we got invited by Access TV to go to the G1 climax that was for the first time ever going to be in this state and it was in dallas so it ended up i went he kind of got burnt out on this stuff so he was like screw it i'm not gonna go it sucked because i was hoping both of us could go and uh kind of you know hang out and, and do stuff together but the cool thing is i got to be part of a press conference where i was able to see 
in the press conference, uh, who all was in? Oh, Okada was at the press conference. I got to got to sit down and listen to him. Uh, uh, Switchblade, Jay, uh, Jay White, what was in there? That was really cool. Uh, who else was there? The little guy, um, Osprey. Osprey was in there, and actually, he was a uh, Osprey was a great, a great sit down and talk. I didn't ask too many. I didn't ask any questions because this is my first time being at anything like that. But I, I videoed a lot of it. A funny story. I went live on Facebook when Jay White was talking. And my old dumbass didn't realize that when you're doing Facebook Live and you end it, it starts playing. Well, yeah. he's talking, my shit's playing. I can't get my phone to stop. I can't uh, I can't get it to stop. And it's like he just stops, looks at me, and I'm like, I look like a total dick up here. So I had to walk out. Um, but Osprey, believe it or not, <laughs> Osprey deals with a, or at that time dealt with a lot of depression and stuff. So he he talked to the press about that. And the funny thing is my kid that's, suffers from that. That's something we could talk about forever, dude. Like Oh God. I, I uh man, I was depression's one of those things, man, where my my dad um was depressed for a very long <laughs> time. And mm. uh probably I would say, man, the last I'd say probably about the last, at least the last 30% of his life, he spent depression. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, and watching that and uh, experiencing um, experiencing depression myself, you know, and it's one of the things where you, you experience stuff and you don't know what it is when you're experiencing it. Mm-hmm like um, and nobody around you understands it either exactly like being manic um i was actually misdiagnosed as depressed um i was misdiagnosed mm. as depressed without even being given a depression scale i was just given medicine and uh I was, yeah I was put on some ssris and they just they made me like they, one of them just made me it made me manic and i didn't know what the fuck was going on dude like one minute I would be like super fucking duper going, like let's get it, dude, like motivated, da 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 da. And the next fucking minute, like I'm just done. And like when I'm ready to fucking raring to go, like I would get my mindset on something, and I had to fucking do it right then, right, right there, right now, no matter the fucking consequences. And like mm-hmm. I couldn't, I couldn't stop myself. And then it wasn't until. <coughs> It wasn't until after the split that, and I got a, a new doctor that um, we figured out that uh, I don't, I don't suffer from depression per se. I was, I was diagnosed with a, um, uh, what's it called? A, uh, it's called um, panic disorder. Yeah, panic, panic, anxiety, panic, anxiety, panic disorder, stuff like that. And, yeah, uh, ADHD. So mm-hmm. I got put on an SNRI and, and, you know, ADHD medicine combination together. And I was like, dude, what? All this time I spent years bouncing from SSRI to SSRI and like shit. <coughs> and like, yeah, man, if they mess up your medicine, that's, that's, if you get misdiagnosed, that's, that's worse than just like, not getting diagnosed at all. 
doesn't it feel like? It feels like, to me at least, it feels like it changed me permanently in some aspects. Like, mm-hmm. I used to be sharp. I used to be fucking quick on my feet, quick thinking. I was quick to figure shit out. And now it's like, shit takes me a little bit longer. You know, there's like, my vocabulary is not as, as expansive as it used to be. I have to think of words. You know, it takes I'll forget shit real easy. Like mm-hmm. short term memory is fucking gone. Mm-hmm. You know, and like not like smoke too much weed. You you know, like I don't even I don't, yeah. even, I don't even fucking smoke weed anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, well goddamn, you know. Now it's like I just dude, I will forget shit like the most basic shit I will forget. I will have a whole goddamn conversation with I have a whole conversation with a girlfriend and forget forget like the least important you know 75% of it as far mm-hmm. as it goes Mo, you know the most important stuff that stand out I'll remember but like the little minute you know the, the, the nuances the, the minute details that uh, dude it's gone like I don't remember that shit like it doesn't it doesn't retain some it's age too, man. I mean, I'm not a. Uh, how old are you? Are you in your twenties? You in your twenties or your thirties? Yeah, I'm toasting my twenties, bro. I'm twenty nine ninety yeah, nine plus shipping and handling. Yeah, yeah, it means you're in your thirties, of course. Yeah, yeah. I see, see, nobody can see that he's shaking his head. So I'm not that much older than this fucker. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. How old are you? I will be 45 in October. I knew it. You're 10 years older than me, you old fuck. Hey, that's not... Uh, I'm 35, baby. Old. Yeah, yeah. How's it feel? But, uh, but no, seriously. Oh, uh, it sucks. 45, it bro. sucks. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, I really do. Uh, it, uh, I, I'll put you like this. I didn't feel like I was older until I hit 40. I was like, whoa. Uh, I can I feel the difference. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Not not 40. I'm sorry. Not 40. 30. When I hit 30, I was like, holy shit. I, I actually feel like I'm a year older now. See, I don't... And 40 wasn't too bad. See, now you're making me feel like I'm, like, getting over the hill now. Like, goddamn. Well, what it is, this is the thing, man. From your from your 20s to your 30s, I, to me, there was a difference. You know, uh, I've never been good at remembering shit. Uh, you know, uh, I, I lose train of thought in like snap of the fingers. Now, <clears throat> I do think that medicine does cause. I'm on. I'm on uh, anxiety medicine. That's what I take. Uh, I've been on it shit for a while now. Thank God. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to live myself you wanna, without. You want to. You want to talk about what you're on? Do you mind? telling us man to be honest with you i'll tell you mine if you tell me yours this is the crazy part now you know how we talk about the wives do everything yeah uh she i don't even know what i'm on you don't even know uh certainly is that she does i have uh, a oh okay so you're in okay so you're on um, is that is that one i don't know if that's my blood pressure if that's my the um um it's uh, it's my Google medicine. I'm trying to remember what it is. <laughs> it's an anxiety medicine. It's Zoloft. That's a uh, Zoloft. That sounds a, correct. I 
I was on that one. It's SSRI. Um, and that's the one that made me manic as fuck. The one mm. right now is uh, called a Fexel. It's uh, called a Fexel. And um, it's like a... Uh, see, at first, the doctor was like, oh, I can... I can give you like some uh, Xanax or you know, <coughs> this, that. And I'm like, don't get on that. That's I'm addictive. Like, I'm like, dude, I don't want nothing that's going to fucking sedate me. I don't want to be sedated. Yeah. I just, I just don't want to be stressed the fuck out. Like, with this, this is the I, thing. I've lost 80 fucking pounds <coughs> since November. And I don't diet and I don't mm-hmm. exercise. So I'm like, one of the right. best weight loss plan ever, bro. It's called stress. I know. I saw you. Uh, I saw you. <laughs> do what? But yeah, I, I did think you put that. that on Facebook a while back or something. Yeah, didn't? yeah, I did. Yeah, I sure did. I, I, the thing with the thing with Zan, yeah, the thing with Xanax is it is very addictive, and most people they think. Like, oh, if I get off Xanax, I'm having a panic attack. That's not what it is. You're having withdrawals. With withdrawals. That's what you're having. So, yeah. So Xanax is uh, Xanax is pretty bad. I, don't, I didn't think doctors really prescribed that no more. Apparently they do. Oh, yeah, they do. They do. Um, yeah, I've never been on my mom. My mom has been on it for years now. She takes a very, very, very low dosage of it. But she, I mean, she's still on it. Yeah, believe it or not, I learned all that, and uh, and I was a psych major in college at one point. Psych major, man, that had to be yeah. interesting. It that was. It uh, I, it it was it was good. It the the thing was my psych my second psych class. The teacher was like Charlie Brown's teacher. And you, and psych is basically a lecture class, <laughs> you know, it's just all lecture. And that made it horrible. I barely, I barely got out of that one. And what I found out was I didn't retain shit. So when I went in my third psych class, it was like, I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about, lady. So, uh, I, yeah, I switched my major at that time to, to criminal justice and I switched out of that to marketing. And that's what I was going to graduate with but never did did. so let me ask you this criminal justice what do you do with with a criminal justice degree like what's after school man with a criminal 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 justice degree basically it's a precursor if you want to go into into law of course uh but also i mean you could get on with like a a police department and having that degree helps you with better pay you can move up quicker i would think it it would help in like detective being a detective maybe uh maybe a chief of police somewhere or captain hmm. i don't know i think i i, I aced and this is the funny part i aced that uh the intro for that which was basically just knowing normal knowledge of laws uh, so yeah, that was that was easy. I don't I don't even think I studied that semester. It was crazy. I think I studied like right before class and did pass the test. Uh, but I got out of that and went to marketing. And marketing marketing was fun. Uh, I couldn't get past the math, though, man. The math whipped my ass. Like statistics, you had to take 
those statistics. Calculus. I had to take calculus. Oh, I had to man, take uh, trig. I've never taken any uh, math. It was rough. I've never taken any math more advanced than uh, algebra in high school, right? And yeah, <clears throat> my uh, my girlfriend is a uh, she's a nurse, right? And she's finishing mm-hmm. up she's finishing up her RN. And um, she this over the summer she took my she's I taking think, a lot of chemistry and shit. She had to take microbiology and statistics over the summer. Yeah. And yeah. I would just I would just like to say. Fuck statistics. Jesus Christ. <laughs> fuck <a> statistics. <laughs> oh my God. Because you Man, know the crazy part is, is you can take something like that and throw in a spreadsheet, an Excel spreadsheet, and make it so much easier. Some of it, yeah. <laughs> but they don't want you to learn it that way. <laughs> some of it you can. Some of it you can't. And it's like, what? Like you have to read the you have to read the wording to figure out like <clears throat> what the fuck? <laughs> microbiology? <laughs> Dude, that shit's fucking cool. Like, really? I, I, dude, I even, I even bought a microscope to put it into my computer because she did. She was able to do it all online, right? Uh, for the summer, and um, mm-hmm. the uh, the stuff they had to do, they had labs to do. So yeah. she had to do like, uh, she had to like grow bacteria in these bacteria cultures and then like identify the bacteria and you know do the whole nine and so like that is pretty cool man after she would be done with it before she would you know bleach the slide because she she, you got to bleach them after because you fucking with like bacteria but like she'd let she'd look at them underneath the microscope and like dude that shit was fucking cool i'm a i'm a nerd i'm a big fat nerd i won't lie i did something (laughs) <laughs> I, learned, I learned so much about bacteria this summer. It was amazing. That's that is pretty neat though, being able to do something. I never did. I had to take labs. I would have had to take them before I graduated, but I never did take labs, man. It just was uh I, I, I was working full time, so it was like man, I, when the times to take them, it just I never could get it to work out with my schedule. So I, I was I was putting that off left and right. <laughs> tell you what this is why i will always say 1000 percent that my girlfriend is a motherfucking superhero she works oh yeah she works full-time as a uh clinic coordinator mm-hmm. i'm talking 12 hour shifts <laughs> and then comes home and not only takes care of the house mm-hmm. you know make sure the kids are good she make sure I'm good. Like, I came in the kitchen one morning and she one night and she's like scrubbing my shoes with a toothbrush. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, I was dumbfounded. I was like, what? yeah. Like, <laughs> I couldn't even fathom. Like the the like, I was legitimately flabbergasted because, like, in the past with other people that would have been. Just you're fucking traveling, you know. Right. Thing. And all I did was, you know, have passing attention. <laughs> you know, is oh, I wonder if these shoes are too dirty. You know, like, damn. But um, that's awesome, man. She's uh, was, she seems she seems like she's pretty awesome. She is absolutely amazing, and I'm very lucky. Um, 
we uh we've been knowing each other for, for all of our lives and mm-hmm. it's uh one of those things that goes full circle you know <laughs> so uh oh yeah So I just God, uh, I just bought a uh, I just bought a website, sir. Oh really? Right here, right here with you. Retrooutlaws.com. Retrooutlaws.com. You got it. Very shortly. You got your. You bought the domain. I bought the domain or whatever the hell that is. Yeah, yeah. I bought the domain and the uh, the email uh, server. And the um, it's like you get an email and the domain and the something. That's else. a monthly fee, right? Uh, I, it's actually I bought I got two years for like less than fifty bucks from GoDaddy. Oh, that's awesome! The year of Microsoft three sixty five and something else. <laughs> like, I'm like this is legit, man! Like you can't you can't beat that. No, that's that's so, a pretty good deal, yeah. man. So hey, you know, if you guys are listening to this and you got some interesting shit to talk about and you want to be on the show, just send me an email at outlawmike at retrooutlaws.com. Huzzah. There you go. <laughs> now you know you have to get rid of an email. You're gonna be jealous. Oh yeah, of course, sure. Retroutlawsuckit.com. <laughs> but uh, so, uh so, yeah, you plan on you plan on coming to any of the uh, upcoming shows? So, uh, when are the the shows the new the next shows? Because I know we had um, denim just passed, and originally <coughs> yeah. I was going to go to the denim show, but um, our our vacation ended up getting pushed back and ended up having to um, we had to end up going <coughs> this weekend. So I was like, eh, sorry, beach beats wrestling. Oh yeah, so, yeah. So uh, tell me about what what. What Pro Wrestling 225 has in store? Oh, man. Look, we got some, we have a lot of cool stuff coming up that I'm not able to really talk about. It's more of revealing things. So, you got to give me an exclusive. Uh, I'll tell you this. Uh, let's see what I can say. Come on, give me some. One, one has to do with the Mayor's Cup that's coming up in Columbia. This can be the first in yeah. Columbia, right? Now we announced already it's going to be all women. Wait, uh, the mayor's yeah. cup is going to be all women. All women. The it's entire women. Is it the entire? Show? No, no, just the, the tournament. Cup. Just the, the tournament. tournament, right? Dude. It's going to be all women. Wow. And that's the first. That's really the first time that something's been centered with Perth and Five around the women's division. I mean. Uh, yeah, this could, yeah, this could be a burst of the women's division. Never know. Man, Never know what it could be. That would be pretty <clears throat> legit. Like, like it, that's one of the that's one of the parts of Peros and Two Two Five that I always felt was a little bit lacking. Like we, you know, we would back in the day we had you know, which uh, you, you had, had Brittany, what's her face, the 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 one from the from the Bama uh, Sister Fuckers Club. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then there was like. With jazz would come around every now and again, but like yeah. really nobody other than we, that, right? we've been having uh and man her name is escaping my my mind. Oh man, I cannot believe it. she's gonna kill Amber. I was about to say Amber's gonna kill me. Amber she, yeah, Amber Rodriguez. 
she has come in a couple times for us and she is actually with big ramp she's part of big ramp bre enterprise right? oh all right yeah that dude there i love me some big ramp ramp is something else he's definitely something else i got mad respect for that guy at 225 mania the first and i'm not i'm not gonna say who it is because we have yet to air it i believe Uh who's who's the first lady that has put uh put herself in the tournament everybody she's from she's from here she's from louisiana everybody uh has seen her several times oh man let's get some clues maybe we can get people guessing on facebook oh wow uh this would be her first time ever in pro wrestling to do five i'll say that first time ever 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 in 225 she uh she is man she might be like one of the youngest competitors too that that's ever been around i know she's the youngest girl that's ever wrestled for us so that's interesting she has wrestled she had her debut match not long ago in mississippi I cannot remember where at Mississippi, but it was in Mississippi for another company. Okay. But, I mean, look, I'm very, uh, and look, you know this, I'm very partial to 225. So, of course, I'm going to tell you that just because somebody wrestles in another company, uh, we kind of do things different at 225. We we kind of go all out with our people. You know, I tell you we're what. big on we're big on promos, big on uh, interviews, big on production. Our production, uh, I will say this: from the time that I started watching Two Two Five to now, it's I don't know anybody else that does it like we do it. Not not in Louisiana, for sure. No, uh, I would put us up against a lot of indie feds uh, around. To be honest with you, dude, just look at. You can go back to what was it? Uh, Fallout. Mm-hmm. When they did the the tables, ladders, and chairs match. Yes, and denim and North Park. And yeah, denim. And just look at how freaking insane that match was, dude. Mm-hmm. Just when when we started talking about that whole match. In that whole idea, like just what? And then when when White pulled out that guitar and busted Rocket up with it, like, oh, dude. You oh know what? yeah. I think I think we I think I think two two five got dinged by the commission for a few things in that show because uh, I think uh, Gil Gil Gracie and um, God, what's that guy's name? See, my memory's. Killing me, um, freaking. Uh, oh, uh, I know you talking. Vordell. Uh, Vordell Walker was going through the crowd, uh, fighting through the crowd. I think we got dinged for that. Um, wow. I think we got dinged for. We definitely got dinged for the blood, uh, with the guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, and something there was. I think there was something else, but like it was, Brett. Dude, Brett fucked his leg up in that mm. match. Well, that's the same one where uh, Wild Thing 
Almost hung himself. Yeah. Jumping off a ladder. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one where he kicked Mike off the scaffold. Maybe so. Yeah. Kick Mike straight off that scaffold. That looks hmm. so good. <laughs> yeah, that looks so good. But uh I mean not only that, but look at our look at our stage, our sets and stuff that we, we do now. And the the thing about it is is that you're constantly evolving. You're not using the same old, tired, you know, the same setups year mm-hmm. for year. You're not doing, you know, you're, you're evolving the stories. You're evolving the characters. You're evolving the, the talent. I mean, just look at some of the guys that were just security a year yeah. ago. They were the trainees, and now look at them. Like, man. Oh, dude. Like, uh, what's that guy's name? Gonna kill me. Chase Bell. Chase Bell. Mm -hmm. Dude. Chase Bell. Phenomenal. Phenomenal athlete. Chase Bell is. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to hit that guy up and get him on the podcast because he has got such a talent. Mm-hmm. That I would be remiss if I didn't get him while I can. Oh yeah, you need to. Uh, he's in, actually in Vegas now. Really? Mm-hmm. Like he moved to Vegas? Yeah. Hot damn! Come moved on. to Vegas. He came. He was back for Super Bowl five. Yeah, I remember seeing him at Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. He uh. He come in to handle business for Ramp with Wild Thing, actually. Yes, indeed. So, yeah, he's he. I mean, DJ Cyprian. You know, he just uh. DJ, dude, DJ too, man. Like, man, these guys. I remember in freaking Outlaw Studio, where DJ was the only one showing up to practice. Yeah. And and Rhett saying, oh, man, I wish I had somebody to tie up for him. So, I, dude, I jump in the ring and <laughs> take bumps, man. Like, dude, let's get it. Like, Oh, wow. You know? Oh, dude. I've, you got to excuse me. I got I to gotta kind of eat something. My, yeah, uh, do you think, bro? Your, your blood sugar's down? I think so. Are you a diabetic? Uh-uh. No? No, but I'm on a, uh, I'm on a diet that... I'm avoiding foods that cause inflammation because I have psoriatic arthritis. Okay. So I kind of, I've been eating more and more, but just different stuff. I got you. So, got you. That's interesting. So if, y'all, so if y'all hear me chewing, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll try not to. No, it's all good, brother. Um, but no, the, just like you were saying, the, the talent pool, I mean, heck, look at, look at our, uh, Corey Constantine, you know he's been around a while, but I tell man, you what, he he blew up. I man, Corey Constantine is probably one of my favorite wrestlers, just mm-hmm. in general. In general, just in general, like I remember working the show in um, where were we, dude? It was in um, Oaksmail, Oaksmail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> working the show in Oaksmail, uh, he didn't have anybody with him to work his table, and somebody wanted one of his t-shirts, and I was like, "Look, mm. I, was, I, 
I sold it to the kid for me. Look, look, man, look, kid, you know, kid wanted your shirt. Here's some money, da 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 da, you know? And like, mm-hmm. like, dude didn't, I mean, I'm like, man, look, that was the first time I've ever seen it. And mm-hmm. That's, that match, <laughs> that match that they did where uh, it was Corey Constantine versus Rhett, the threat, in like mm. a yard or something like that, whatever that. The oh, uh, no, that was against Chase. That was Chase. Chase Bell. That was Chase Bell. Mm-hmm. Yes. Dude, that was so good. Oh, man. I wish, like, I wish they wouldn't have shut all that bullshit down, man. The commission's really like. Okay, let me ask you this. The, mm. the show in Denim, you guys had standing, mm-hmm. right? Mm hmm. With the current climate of covid and this delta wave that's just like blowing up everywhere mm-hmm. how concerned are you about the the wrestling industry in louisiana especially with crowd sizes like that just with just you know we've had what two three shows in the state and like we were the second packed. show yeah we were the second show in louisiana oh uh, i'm not i'm not super concerned I would hope most people are vaccinated by now, but I don't think they are. Uh, I'm always concerned about them shutting us down with any kind of uptick in in virus in uh, people getting infected. Uh, we're following every guideline that they tell us to follow, so I can only and this is going to sound crazy, but but just trust the system. Right, right. You know, uh, we so- still have to live. You know, we still have to do stuff. We still have to live. We, I mean, I tell everybody, you know, take precautions. You know, if you if you use the bathroom, wash your damn hands. You know, if you right. shake somebody's hand, don't you can bite your fingernails afterwards. You know. So is uh, is, is Pro Wrestling Two Two Five doing anything um, like extra uh, at their shows to kind of help mitigation, like um, you know? providing extra space between seating when possible and, you know, uh, maybe um, suggesting face masks or something like that? We always tell everybody, hey, wear face mask protection. We support it. We don't all do it. Uh, I'm vaccinated. I haven't worn a face mask in a while. The spacing and seatings, whenever we were under restrictions, for that, we had a plan to how people were going to sit. Actually, we we wasn't even going to have rows. We were just going to have tables. So we could yeah, separate people. Bad. Yeah, and then the people that, that came with each other, we would put them all at a table. That all got lifted. So, I mean, we followed what the rules were at the time. Right. Uh, yeah, I got vaccinated wait. too, but I think I'm I'm gonna I, I'm starting to wear a mask again just because I'm seeing that these these numbers are starting to rise again. And it's like mm-hmm. between that and the, and these these uh you know these outbreaks of stuff like the the uh, the RSV you know um mm-hmm. dude, my kids were sick just my godchild uh, has RSV right now and my cousin's little baby just got over it. My my four year old, like I'm surprised that she's actually sleeping without coughing tonight. Mm. Like last night was the first time she slept throughout the night without having to wake up with that cough. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
she's doing a lot better now, but she had RSV, and that that poor baby. I'll tell you what, like it's it drives me that uh, some of the things that have ha- that have happened since she got sick. But it's um it's one of those things, man, where it's it's so scary when you your kid has this thing that you don't really understand right Mm -hmm. because like take for instance harley quinn is four years old Mm -hmm. take a seven-year-old three years difference three years difference a seven-year-old won't be as sick with rsv as a four-year-old would right my my one-year-old ivy would be much worse off with RSV than Harley was. Mm-hmm. It's like that's so very scary, man. I don't know, man. Like I, I don't know how to deal with that kind of stuff. RSV, like my kids, they didn't have it, but I think we. I want to say we did a some kind of shot or something for them There's to help no- them not get it. I don't remember. We have no we did something. Vaccination for RSV. Um, there's a shot. There's something you can get. I don't remember what it is, but that kind of helps. Like a flu shot or something. Yeah, something like that. But. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, man, we've been we've been we've been bullshitting here for an hour and twenty minutes. So. Uh, oh Jesus. Yeah, buddy. Um, typically we go for about an hour. So. Yeah. Let's see. Well, hopefully we've talked about some interesting stuff. Hopefully. I mean, I think so. So, let's talk about some dates coming up for Pro Wrestling 225. Mm-hmm. We have... Conflict in Acadian on August 28th, right? That's, right. Now, that's Comic-Con's right around that same time, right? We're actually going to be at Comic-Con. We're going to have show, a, a table. Show is that? No. Oh, have a no. table. Mm-hmm. Cool. Before the show. I don't know who's going to be at the table. I don't know if I'll be there or if it'll be some of the guys or what, but you never know. I mean, at least now I will say this, we're working to, we're working on trying to uh, get some, some handouts, some free stuff. You know, maybe there'll be some free shirts, maybe some free shoes. Hey, yeah. Oh, what's, what's up? Maybe some, uh, maybe we might get some retro outlaws gimmicks out there. You never know. But hey, look, if you want to uh, hand some out, we'll, we'll definitely send them out there. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't, yeah, anything to uh, help, because this will be our first time in, in Lafayette. I know, dude. You know how much I tried and tried and tried. <laughs> dude, I tried so hard. Dude, I had, I had, I had a sponsor lined up that wanted to, that wanted to bankroll the whole show mm. at one point. Like, it was crazy. It was crazy. It was so, and it was like, I could not convince, I couldn't convince Rhett to, to just, to just even entertain it. Cause he was just like, Oh, you don't understand. You don't understand. I was like, no dude, you don't understand. Well, next time you, next time you find somebody like that, let me know. <laughs> I'm actually working on trying to get um, a few sponsors out in the Hammond area. I'd like to get us a show out here. That'd be well, we're, we're working on that. I've got a, I'm talking with some with some veterans and stuff about that as we speak. Over there at the uh, 
at the uh, what is it the um... American Legion and DFW Hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a. I, I remember we they used to do wrestling shows over there. Oh Pontotua, yeah, right. Was in Pontotua. I'm not sure where it's at. Uh, yeah. This is the this is the thing, and this is what kind of makes all the work that we do worth it in my eyes and in the other guys that are behind the scenes at times with person to the five. This guy, he's been a fan for I don't know how long. He does stuff with with the veterans, uh, with the the guys that are suicidal and everything. So we gave him like some some tickets, I believe, bro. So he could bring them. Listen, let's talk. Let's let's hold that. Just okay. Hold that for another show, because I'm gonna right. have you back on, and uh, we're gonna do a show on PTSD because I uh, I so I I do some. Uh, I donate to a cause for that too. So, oh, cool! And my dad had that from Nam. My cousin, my cousin has PTSD from my wrist. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it's we, serious. It's very serious. Uh, yep. So, man, that'd be cool. And I and I can I can work on. I, look, I do commercial uh, alarm systems and 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 uh, fire control and stuff like that. So. I'm always I'm always you know in and out of businesses. I can I can always try to uh, hustle up some sponsors. Um, oh, definitely. So we've got conflict in Acadiana, August twenty eighth. Mm-hmm. Ayers Cup in Columbia, Mississippi. When is that? Oh man, <laughs> September. Man, I, yeah, thank you. Look, let's just tell everybody now. I can't remember shit, so I was looking all at my right. calendar when I was typing this shit to you. So you have all the right. damn dates. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right. Kayfabe, brother. Damn, kayfabe, kayfabe, brother. All right. So Red Stick WrestleCon September twenty fifth, Walmart. Yes. Dixon Expo. Is this Red Stick WrestleCon? I've never heard of that. It's brand new. Uh, I want to say Scott Ennis. It might be oh, the man behind this. There's going to be like one man gang is going to be there. Uh, Rock and Robin, Jake the Snake. Uh, who else? Jerry the King Lawler. Uh, Blaze, Alondra Blaze, I think is going to be there. Several, several old Mid South people. And uh, we're putting on a show there. And that's going to be if you buy a ticket to the WrestleCon. You get to see our show for nothing. Oh, nice, man. That's legit. Nice, no extra charge. And that's September 25th. Man, that's a twofer. You getting, you're getting two Pro Wrestling 225 shows mm-hmm. in September. And then, of course, Fright Night, October 30th in Plaquemines. Yep. We'll be our first time back in Plaquemines since Corona. Jesus. Since Corona. So tell, tell everybody where they can find uh, CJ Goodspeed and uh, Goodspeed Entertainment. Oh, God. Uh Facebook, uh, CJ Goodspeed, Goodspeed Entertainment's Facebook. My Twitter is CJ Goodspeed. Uh, I don't think I have a Twitter for Goodspeed Entertainment. I might. If it if I do, it's Goodspeed Entertainment. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I haven't been active on Twitter uh, since since the line cast. So I get on there here and there. Yeah. Uh, Instagram, I have Instagram. And, of course, you can always find me in stuff with Promise on 225, and they have a Facebook. Uh, I have a YouTube, Good Speed Entertainment YouTube. Promise on 225 has a YouTube, of course. They have Twitter. They have Instagram. Uh, 
I basically all the the normal social media stuff. We we all a part of it, but I think we uh, most of our stuff is through Facebook and YouTube. So, you know, give us a like, come check us out. You know, I, I promise you this: you come check us out, you're not going to be dis- disappointed. By no means. I will say this: I enjoy a pro wrestling two two five show over WWE SmackDown any day. Yeah, any day. Like I went to SmackDown and came to know when I couldn't tell you what happened at the show. I couldn't tell you what happened. <laughs> but I go to Pro Wrestling 225, and even from even from the locker room, I know what the hell's happening. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of people. A lot of people ask me what is Pro Wrestling 225, and what got me involved in it. First of all, is what they do for the kids in the community. Second, if you're not worried about none of that, you just want to see action or see the wrestling. You don't care what we what we're involved in or anything like that. Picture Mid-South and today's modern wrestling and take the good stuff out of today's modern wrestling, the good stuff out of Mid-South, and kind of put it together. And that's Pro Wrestling 225. So Mid-South and mm-hmm. WWE sucked and had a baby. Yep. <laughs> Pro Wrestling 225. <laughs> the bastard stepchild. Yep. yep. Of the old and new. All right, well, Dinosaur... CJ Goodspeed, I appreciate you coming on the show while Red Threat's out. Uh, yep. Next episode, we're going to have uh, somebody else. You never know. My good friend, <laughs> Summer, uh, my good friend Summer Stutes, a fellow uh, gaming streamer. Also, um, you know, you know, I, if you've ever listened to the to the Cajun Outlaws podcast, I've talked about it, Nature's Indulgence. That's her, the one and only. And we're going to get talking about some Outlaw Mike Beard products. So, uh, yeah, man. Once you actually grow one, I'll hook you up. I had one. I shaved it off. Had. Mm-hmm. You're talking about the past, man. That's you got it. But you see, you see this on my chin. You see how, what color this is. You see that? See, see, that's the problem with dinosaurs. They're stuck in the past. Way in the past, baby. Sometimes the past is the best. As long as you don't live in it. Live free or die hard. That's what I say. <laughs> Anyways. Definitely. Well, look, man, I, I definitely enjoyed the hell out of this. Uh, yeah, man. We'll have uh, to do it again. Um, yeah, definitely. Def- just You know, you got all my contact stuff. Hit me up. Absolutely, sir. And definitely. I uh, can't wait to see you at the next show, hopefully. Hell yeah. I'm about it. Uh, as all right, always, brother. Don't get caught.